Welcome to the Lindsay Holder Podcast. Gain tips on how to run a successful small business, as well as how to keep yourself looking good while you do it. Here are your hosts, Lindsay Holder Reinhardt and Ashley Rinkin. Okay, so Anne is back on the show. Hello, hello. From Glow, and I'm really excited about this. Our spa does so many treatments with acneic skin, and I have clients who are like, oh, when's your acne podcast coming on? Because they're so excited to learn about this. So, Anne, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Anne, Anne is a new mom. How old is your baby now? He will be five months in two weeks, so... Oh, my gosh. Brand new baby, yeah. Happened like that. I feel like you were like, announcement, going on maternity leave, and then <laughs> yeah. baby's planning the one-year uh, party soon. All right. Oh, my gosh. It seems that way. I mean, it's moving so quickly, and I mean, it's great that we're at the topic that we're actually covering. Like, I mean, I'm dealing with acne right now because of hormones, so there's like all kinds of stuff that we can tie into this, so... Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to write a note because that is so... It's great timing. I don't want to say awesome, but it's good timing. (laughs) I'm sorry you're dealing with that, but you'll also be able to help all the moms out there as well. So, you know, when I was putting this together, I I wanted to ask you, And did you have acne as a, a teenager or did you ever deal with it growing up? Yeah, not when I was like a younger teenager, but definitely like older teenager and in my 20s. And actually, I've had more problems with acne in my 20s than I ever did as a teen. And it is, yeah, it's crazy. Like hormones can have so much to do with it. Stress, lack of sleep, diet, all those things, obviously. But, and I'm not alone in this. There's actually a lot of women and men, people that I've spoken with that said, I never dealt with this as a teenager. And here I am, you know, in my 20s and 30s, where is this coming from and why? <laughs> so Yeah. I wonder if it's a lot of extrinsic factors too, just the way everything is right now. And then if you're not eating more whole foods, because like in the, back in the day, a lot of people ate more whole foods. We're eating a lot of preservatives is on the go. I'm just wondering if that has anything to do with it. You know, it's interesting There's a lot of people that will like kind of look at it from one direction or the other. It's kind of like, you know, Western medicine versus Eastern medicine. In my opinion, if you go at it from both ends, you're going to be able to find like the best reasoning or, you know, the best way to treat it for yourself. But it's, it can really be anything. Like if you're looking at pollution, if you're looking at lack of hydration, and that's not just drinking water. That's like, do you need a hyaluronic acid serum? Like, cause it's evaporating out of your skin too quickly. Cause you live in the desert or something. There can be, you know, are you washing your pillow sheets? Are, is your phone dirty? Do you have an allergy to dairy? Do you have a, an allergy to gluten? I mean, it can be, do you have all of a sudden a hormonal change? Are you on a different type of birth control? Like it's adult acne is one of those things where you could basically throw a dart at a wall and it could literally be anything. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's so many possibilities. You really have to keep a diary. I tell my clients, I don't know if you recommend this too, but like what exactly did you change and take that out and do one at a time? Because you want to like take everything out at once, but no, just do it slowly or else you're never going to be able to isolate that one thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting too, because a lot of times like 
it's kind of like a snowball effect, you know? So you'll end up getting acne because of one thing. And then next thing you know, you're like trying all these products and then you're like stripping the barrier. You're like not getting, like your skin's not getting enough of oil or water, but at that point it's like getting worse. And then if you start picking at it, you could be moving the bacteria around that way. And so sometimes by the time you see a client, there's like 20 different things that are going on and you kind of have to figure out like, all right, what's the original reason for this? You know, like we've got to shave down all the layers of the onion to get to the center. (laughs) That is so true. Well, I would love to start from like for 101 acne and just kind of talk about like what is acne and also like what are the types of acne And we went into like the causes of acne just now too, because there can be just so many variables, so many causes too. But let's just like, what is acne and like, what are the types of acne? Just to kind of start off. So acne is actually named after a type of bacteria. Like we call it P. acne. And I can never remember like the full name because it's pretty long, but it's it's named after a type of bacteria. And that bacteria is actually supposed to be in the skin, just like a ton of other bacteria are. But when things kind of get out of whack, that's when that bacteria starts to thrive. So if there's excess oil, especially in the follicles, that's what that bacteria loves to eat. And the more bacteria that's around that follicle or in that pore, that's when you start to see inflammation. That's when, you know, your lymph comes in, basically trying to fight it. That's when you get things like whiteheads um, or pustules as they're called. But there's interesting because like even without P. acne bacteria, there's still other things that can happen in the skin. So we have basically open and closed comedones. So that's basically just like a clogged pore. Those typically you don't see that type of inflammation, but those are basically like the really easy extractions that you see. The pustules and the papules that are the more inflamed ones, that's when you actually see that P. acne bacteria in there. And I mean, those are kind of like the core ones, but then there's also different types of bacteria that can affect things differently. They sit in different layers of the skin. In the aesthetics world, we are really only taking care of the ones that are like on that top layer of skin, uh, you know, top five layers of the epidermis. And depending on the state that you're in and if you're working under a license, that can change. But there are different types of bacteria that can actually go in really deeper. And that's when you see that sort of like, I mean, this terminology is awful, but that sort of like cottage cheesy skin, you know, that's just like really bad that typically needs like, you know, a medical professional, but that's acne. <laughs> and cystic acne, that's challenging as well because it's, you know, it's underneath the skin. And I know that's frustrating for a lot of people as well. Yeah. That one always breaks my heart the most. And typically they have to go on something that's a lot more intense like Accutane. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking Accutane. And if you still want to go to an esthetician, you know, just for like regular facials and things like that, you absolutely can. Just make sure that you're keeping your dialogue open between your medical professional and your and your SD. So. Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. So yes, I'd love to talk about some, well, we talked about causes of acne, but let's just go into also the hormone part, which you're experiencing right now. And did you experience, so we'll start with, I know there's, you know, you have teenage acne, then like you said, adult acne, but this is totally different. This is hormonal when you're pregnant and then you're, you know, after you've had the baby, did you feel like you were starting to see... Um, an increase in acne during your pregnancy? And like, what month was that? 
honestly, it was kind of during the whole time. <laughs> and it's just because for me personally, like hormones affect me very intensely. Like I have issues with my thyroid already. And so like for me, like I'm very sensitive to any type of hormonal changes and I know when it's going on because my chin, it's just like, boof. You know, like it just, it comes yeah. up like out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's, it's so hard because there's really not much you can do when you're pregnant as far as like treating it. You can't use certain ingredients that are typically used for treating acne. So at that point, that's when like vitamin C and hyaluronic acid, you know, become your best friend and clean your pillow sheets as much as you can, drink a lot of water and then just hope it doesn't pigment. So, but the prenatals do help a lot with that. So. Yeah. Oh gosh. A lot of people don't think cleaning, I mean, washing your pillowcases, it makes a big difference. And then also your towel, when you get out of your shower, you know, I like to actually have a separate towel, like a face towel. And then I'll like section it off. Like this is one side, this is two side, flip it. There's another. And then if you're using like a washcloth or like a some kind of cleansing device in the shower, that really needs to be, I love microfiber, little microfiber washes, cloths, that's what I like. But I, you have to keep using a fresh one for sure. Oh yeah. oh yeah, honestly, like, and this is, I know that this isn't really realistic for everybody, but I think I've just been doing it for so long. It's just second nature to me now. Like I have a clean towel every time I take a shower. <laughs> Again, I know that's not realistic for everybody, but like it does, it makes a huge difference for me and my skin and my body. Like, I mean, even like if there's just like a little bit of dampness in there, if that touches my skin, like on my legs, it's going to dry up and it's going to be itchy. So I'm just like, no, clean towel every time. How often do you (laughs) clean your pillowcases? Oh, twice a week. Twice a week. You flip it over. You can do one, two, three, four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I've got like, I have so many pillows. Like I look like a psychopath because I like to be comfortable, but I have so many pillows and I'll just like switch them around. (laughs) I am the same way. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And then for phone. Okay. So for your phone that is up to our face so much, there's this little sanitizer that I just got from Amazon that you can just put your phone in. I have that at the spa and we can just sanitize it. It takes like three minutes. And then when I come in the back door of my house, I actually have little nail wipes and I do alcohol and I just swab it real quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so funny. You don't think about, you know, your phone having all this stuff, but it's like, think about where you're like keeping it as well. I mean, I know some people like to keep their phone in their back pocket. If they go to the bathroom, like a public restroom, they like sit it on the toilet paper dispenser. They wash their hands and they don't even think about like what their phone just touched. I mean, keeping your phone in your purse. How often do you wash the inside of your purse? Like never, right? Nobody washes their purse. So can you imagine the stuff that's like floating around in there just from you being in and out in public spaces? From, I, mean, I mean, you name it. I mean, that stuff, these bacteria things are so teeny tiny that like anything can be on it. Like it's super gross. <laughs> yeah, those things make a big difference. So what do you think about it? So I have started at home microneedling, which I actually really like. I don't know if you try that or not, but it's safe for pregnancy and then you can get all your, you know, your ingredients in there and it can help with, you'd have to watch the areas that are active acne, of course, but I've just heard really good things about it. You know, I did dermal rolling and I liked that a lot. It actually has helped me with some of my stretch marks. 
which is like a totally different world. But yeah, I actually dermal rolled quite a bit. Didn't actually use a pen. But yeah, I mean, honestly, if that's what's going to work best for you, it's going to get that skin oxygenated, all that good stuff. Now, the reason why you want to avoid the active breakouts, obviously, is because, you know, when you that needle goes in there, you're basically moving it across the skin. Something else to kind of keep in mind is, you know, even the inflammation part, like that bacteria could be floating around there. By adding any type of pressure, you could be creating, you know, more blood flow, which will allow that bacteria to sort of move. So definitely be wary of the areas that are... Of those areas, for sure. That are active. But yeah, that'll... I loved, I loved doing it. So for your stretch marks, this is off topic, but... <laughs> I'm like, did you put, because I'm going to use my micro kneeling on my stretch marks. Did you put something like on top of that? What did you use? Hyaluronic acid? No, I used our BioRenew EGF drops. So, okay. It's vegan epidermal growth factor serum. And when I tell you, and it does have hyaluronic in it too, so it is hydrating. But girl, when I tell you that stuff is like amazing and, and I am totally plugging glow right now because it's just one of those products that like everybody should have it. It makes a huge difference if you're doing those sort of at home treatments or even if you're in the, like if you're going through the treatment process, if you're going through chemical peels, if you're going through facials or laser or anything like that, that's just one of those healing agents that's going to really make your skin just super, super healthy. Yeah, I have that one in my skin fridge. I loved it. And when I did the professional microneedling, I'd use that one as well, too. So, yeah, great results. I love it. Love so it. So good. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. But when you hear stretch marks, I'm like, so what tip? What did you use? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, for some of like the really deep ones, like, you know, you will need to go to like a professional because any consumer needle that you get is not going to go deep enough. And that's when you definitely want to go to a professional and get that done. But you can absolutely do like dermal rolling and stuff like that for some that are, you know, not super, super deep. But yeah. So for your acne during your pregnancy and you're experiencing it still a little bit after, what are you doing? Like what has helped you the most through that? Honestly, hydrating. I know that sounds crazy, but like for me not being able to use certain ingredients. And again, that's a, a conversation that you should be having with your medical professional. Like, don't take your advice from me. Like, I'm an esthetician, but like, ask whoever it is that you're working with. But for me personally, like keeping my skin as hydrated as possible was key in everything. So even if I did have a breakout, my skin was healthy enough to where it could deal with it very quickly. And I wasn't seeing any acne scarring I used to in my earlier 20s. And I also wasn't getting any post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation because it was going away so quickly. I was going to say, some people may think you're just talking about drinking a lot of water, but you're not talking about that with hydration. So explain to them, like, what exactly do you mean by that? So obviously drinking water is really important, especially when you're pregnant, because like you get all that extra like blood that you're, you're carrying around for your baby. But there's also like topicals. So hyaluronic acid. Again, I'm going to do a little glow plug here, but we do have our HA Revive Hyaluronic Drops. That hyaluronic acid is formulated to have a smaller molecule. So it's actually going to go deeper into the skin. For people like me who are naturally dry, already have hormonal issues, and that dryness sometimes comes from hormones, for the water to be able to go down, down that deep 
really helps to make sure that my skin is nourished enough to treat any type of inflammation that pops up. Because if your skin's healthy, like you can still get breakouts, but you're not going to be dealing with them for such an extended period of time as you would say, like if they're, if your skin's dry, if your barrier's impaired, that type of thing. So yeah, topicals were, topical hyaluronic acid was, and still is just a game changer for me. And I love putting that on my skin while it's still damp. And that's really important. So you know, because with that hyaluronic acid, you know, has this weight in water and, you know, you would just want to make sure that it gets in there. So. Oh yeah. That tiny little molecule holds a thousand times its weight in water. Like you want to talk about like a punch of hydration. It's so incredible. And you know, it's funny too, because you don't think about something like being hydrated, like not just water, but as we said, a topical being able to help treat your acne But it absolutely does. You know, your skin has to be able to function properly in order to take care of any little thing that pops up. So. Oh, 100%. So what is your take on cleansers, like milky cleansers and cream cleansers and oils? Because the esthetician world and dermatology world, I was doing some research on this, is split. You'll have one esthetician that's like, absolutely not. No way. You should stay away from that. And then you'll have another one that will, yeah. I'm one of those that will be like, well, it's kind of like what that client's skin needs and if they can handle it. And if you're, you know, you see them a while, you know what their skin is like. I'm okay adding that into their routine. And we just kind of keep tabs on it. Cause you know, if the barrier has been, if it's been stripped too much, I just want to make sure that we're just, like you said, we're keeping that intact. We're not stripping it too much. We're just keeping it like nice and hydrated and repaired. So I just kind of wanted to know your take on that. Yeah. I mean, I'm the type of person that I just, I don't deal in absolutes. Like I will never tell you that this is the same thing across the board because everybody's different. Everybody has different needs. I'll give you an example of when I was still in the treatment room. I had a client who she had really bad acne around her jawline. It was like all hormonal. Her skin was so dry on her cheeks and her forehead. Like she didn't have acne there, but like Her face overall benefited from having a milk cleanser and there was even dryness here. The hormonal acne that she got ended up being from a food allergy. So once she was able to treat that, it completely went away. But actually having that hydration where it needed to be helped keep that skin barrier healthy so that it wouldn't like move around and fluctuate because everything else was so dry. That's just one example. Now there's also things that you have to take into consideration, like what's someone's lifestyle, what's their preference. Like again, being the type of person who doesn't deal in absolutes, like I could tell somebody, oh my gosh, you have to use salicylic acid. Like that's what it's going to do. And if they say, I don't like how this product smells, you best believe I'm going to find something else that they can use, right? Because there's all different ways that you can treat acne. There's different ingredients that work a different way. You may have somebody who an oil cleanser would be great for them. Like take a dry client, but they just don't like how it feels. You know, it's like, okay, well, let's find something else for you. But yes, when it comes to an acneic client, Oil sometimes will help. Oil breaks down oil. It just depends on what it is that their skin needs, you know, what it is that you're trying to treat, what type of acne are they dealing with. I mean, anything goes in the treatment room. (laughs) Yeah, I love how you said that, you know, it really just depends how check in with your client and see if they'll do it if they like it. And just like you said, they don't 
may not even like the way that there's a scent to it or it bothers them or they don't like the way it feels, they can be turned off even though it's a good product for them. They can still, there's something with it that's just not meshing well with them. So like you said, yeah, you're going to bet you're going to find something else. There's so much stuff out there. Something else can work a hundred percent for sure. Oh yeah. Well, and the last thing you want is for a client to purchase a product that you like know is amazing and fabulous and then they hate it and it just sits underneath their sink for six months. And it's just like, man, like we could have got you something else. Like <laughs> Exactly. But, you want them to when they're thinking of you as an esthetician, you don't want them to have a bad experience, you know. You want them to put their skincare on and be like, Oh my gosh, I love my esthetician. This is so amazing. Yes. Exactly. We got to take care of all the angles here. (laughs) All the angles. That's true. I also really liked how you mentioned allergy tests. So it's just so important to, as you said, get that gut check and your body talks to you. It tells you things and allergy tests are so important because there may just be something in there that your skin just is saying stop having that. And then once that's corrected, I've had many clients that had a dairy allergy or, or, you know, intolerance actually, or gluten sensitivity. There's different levels too. There's intolerance, there's allergic, there's sensitivities. It just, it really just depends. So I thought that was a great point. Well, and the, uh, the face mapping, if you guys have seen like the Chinese face mapping, there's like uh, literally areas of the face that are indicative of different organs that may be out of whack. And, you know, that's again, going into that sort of Eastern medicine side. But in my practice, that's something I used religiously. And then I would pair it with other things like Western side, like, you know, ingredients and stuff like that. So it's amazing. I love a good pairing. Like I used to work for an acupuncturist. So that is so, (laughs) yeah, it's fascinating to see how Western. And I love how it meshes all together. And absolutely. I loved actually getting facial acupuncture. That was a fun fave for me. I loved (laughs) (laughs) That just sounds so relaxing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It really, it really was. I loved it. So when you were pregnant and now what is certain ingredients, like, did you also use like your cleansers and your serums? What exactly did you use? Yeah, it was very gentle just because I was, for me personally, I was easily sensitized and it's just because like I held so much fluid that like I would get hot really easy and like putting too much pressure. So I just wanted it to be like as easy as possible. So like, you know, gentle cleansers, hyaluronic acid, vitamin C. I used a lot of vitamin C. I also did our brightening polish as like my exfoliant and then definitely just made sure I wore a sunscreen. It was very simple, very basic. Now I am nursing now, so I'm still a little bit wary, but I'm getting back into the whole mode product junkie, as I like to call her. She's my alter ego that will go crazy over products. And so she's slowly making a comeback. And so it's like, all right, I'll use a little, a little bit of retinol in this spot. It'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard not to go wild because you have, especially you, you just have everything at your fingertips. So. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, all of it. Well, and it's funny too, just because like, you know, Being an esthetician, it's like you can work on yourself and, you know, for the most part, know how to fix it unless you really have a big oopsie. But before I got pregnant, I was like, 
I mean, I would mess my face up just because I wanted to try something. Like, I know glycolic does not get along with me very much, but you best believe if there was like a new glycolic product, like I was going to try it. Of course I was. So I would just fix it later. (laughs) Glycolics are fun. They're very strong. I have to spot treat my face with glycolics for sure. So, Oh, yeah. Okay. So let's say that you have more of a teenage client and... They're having, and I would say teenage all the way through right out of college or maybe mid to upper 20s. Like, what are you generally going to tell them to use? What are your, even with Glow, like, what are your favorite products for that? Yeah. Well, again, it still goes back to like what type of acne are they experiencing? Because if somebody has like inflamed acne, you have to treat that inflammation first. Like that is one of my guidelines that I really don't stray from. So that's when it's like, we're going to start treating the hydration aspect and then the inflammation. Then we can go into the more intense products like a glycolic or a salicylic, that type of thing. Now, if it's just like congestion, like you're seeing like, you know, closed and open comedones where it's not like a ton of uh, inflammation, then you can have a lot of fun with different exfoliants. I prefer leave-on exfoliants. So like our Hydrobrite Pro 5, that's a 10% lactic acid blend. And I love that one. It's even a good like toner if you wanted to use other products to go a little bit deeper. But like our Beta Clarity BHA serum. Really? I'm going to stop you now. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So I have not heard that. So you can use that one as a toner? Yeah, if your skin can handle it. The pH is 3.5. It's a 3.5 pH. So even though it's an exfoliant, it's close enough to the skin's natural pH. Like you don't have to neutralize it. Okay. Those those that are listening, definitely get your professional's opinion on that before you start going nuts with it because your barrier may be impaired and it may not feel that great if that's the case. But if you have like, if your skin is, you know, you've been working on it, you can handle certain ingredients. Yeah, absolutely. I love Pro 5. That is a cool little tip. The complexion pads work amazing. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Teenagers especially, just because they're so quick. They're quick and easy, and you don't really have to put a lot of thought to them. So it's like you're getting a lot of good stuff packed into one quick application. I mean, it comes in a container, and you just grab one, and then you can just apply it. Or you can spot treat it, or you can do it all over. It just depends. Have you always wanted to have an in-depth skincare conversation with your esthetician where you can ask them all your questions you've always wanted to know? My spa Organic Tan Face and Body is now offering virtual skin consultations where you can have a one-on-one personalized session with one of my master estheticians trained at my spa Organic Tan Face and Body. Do you wonder why your skincare products aren't working? Which order do you apply them? Are you struggling with issues from acne, hyperpigmentation to aging? These are just a sample of some of the skincare questions you may have. It's very easy to book your appointment. Just go to OrganicTanFaceAndBody.com and select a virtual skin consultation in our services. You are one step closer to understanding your skincare and getting the results you want. And... I don't know about you, but I'm a big proponent of tools. So I love LED lights. I love high frequency. I just think that those make such an impact in paired with great skincare. Oh, absolutely. Well, and it's, you know, a lot of us SDs, like in school, we learned how to do like the whole rolling 
technique with extractions and all that type of stuff. And it's just like, like I went to a holistic school and that was pretty much it. <laughs> but we, once I actually got out in the field, that's when we were learning more about different types of modalities and stuff like that. I actually got hands-on training with it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this stuff's amazing. You know, like even if you're doing like a chemical peel, as long as it's not too sensitized, like, yes, you can absolutely do LED, you know, after like, you know, a level one peel or do high frequency after that, if you're really trying to kill that bacteria, like you're basically getting it from all angles. Your products are acting sort of like that topical and then your modalities can go a little bit deeper into the skin. So you're actually coming at it like that. <laughs> oh, oh. A hundred percent. And especially when you're talking about inflammation with the skin, the LED lights, I've seen such a tremendous difference with the LED lights. Have They actually make the acne look more of that flesh colored look. So then you're at least not seeing it so much. So I have some incredible like before and after shots. And even though sometimes acne, you know, it's still there, just to even have the color difference, more flesh toned, just... Oh, yeah. It makes you feel that person more confident. Like, okay, they can't see it. It's not so visible, just, you know, red all over your skin for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's helping with that inflammation too. Oh. I mean, honestly, like seriously, that inflammation is, in my opinion, like 60% of a lot of acne, acne issues and people don't even realize like really what it is that's bothering them so much is typically the redness, the heat that type of thing. And LED can totally help with that. Yes. And we, as we're recording this, we're in the heat of summer. So it's just so important to really watch the sun, especially with acne, because, you know, it can trigger that inflammation to have that sunscreen on. I know you are. I'm with the, I'm, my hat is. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's crazy. Yes. I have a dirty little secret. I'm actually super pale. I just do fake tanner. So I love that. <laughs> you will not see me in the sun or in a tanning bed, but I love myself tanner. Me too. I do too. Absolutely. Yes. I just went river rafting this weekend and everybody was all tanned and, you know, real tan. And I just said, forget it. I'm, I had a spray tan on. I'm good to go. And I look just like them. Yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> Nobody knows. Okay, so I know that a lot of clients and people get, they get so overwhelmed with like the order to apply the products and when should they do more of their treatments, you know, night or morning or what should they do? So I'd love to go into a little bit more detail about the order of the products and what you recommend. Yeah, I mean, there is sort of like a general rule of thumb. And as far as like the order of your products go, it's cleanser first, then tone, and then whatever like your targeted product is, and then like your finishing product. So for example, like at nighttime, let's say you are, you know, really trying to work on acne, you may cleanse, tone, you could use like a retinol or something. And then if you needed to spot treat afterwards, depending on like what your medical professional says or your licensed professional says, sometimes people don't put a moisturizer over a retinol. It just kind of depends on like what the formulation asks for, but that's usually how it goes. In the daytime, it'll be like cleanse, tone, you know, your antioxidant protection, and then like SPF moisturizer, that type of thing. So that's usually how we go. Now, when it comes to what you should use when, your skin goes through the most amount of transformation at night. So if you want to really make the most amount of transformation, you're going to be using your more intense products at night. Typically, two 
a product like a retinol is photosensitive. So it's going to be broken down by UVA and UVB. So you wouldn't be wanting to use that during the daytime anyways, because it's basically going to make it null and void. So you would want to use that overnight so that it doesn't get broken down and it doesn't sensitize you too. But during the daytime, it's really about hydrating, protecting, and then nighttime is going to be your transformation. I love adding a vitamin C in the morning too, before my sunscreen, just to make it work, you know, more. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, and I'm pretty sensitive too, so I do have to sometimes add that moisturizer over my retinol just to cut it just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's very common because especially if you're not used to using a retinol, particularly for treating acne, it can be really intense at first. We have retinol receptors in our skin, and it's basically encouraging the desquamation process, cell shedding. That's right. <laughs> that's Yeah, my little science nerd coming out. But basically that retinol is encouraging the skin to shed faster. That way you can get that new baby skin quicker. That's why you see people that are like on Accutane, like it's quick, it's rough. It's starting from the inside out. Whereas a topical, it's not going to really go down that deep. But if your skin's not used to having that retinol in there, it's going to be really dry. It's going to be kind of itchy. It's going to flake. It may even kind of look like a chemical peel sometimes in some like dry or sensitive areas. So if you need to add some something else to cut it, absolutely do that. I will also point out, and you mentioned this in our last podcast, that if you do get a peel, you don't always have to peel. <laughs> like your skin does not have to flake because like peels have modernized, they have become more advanced. So it really just depends on how your skin is. Everybody's going to be different. Some people may flake. Some people may not flake. So I just wanted to just reemphasize that um, from our last show. But that's just really important because I actually just had a client that said, well, I didn't peel last time. I thought I would peel. But you don't always have to peel. It's okay. No. You know, and it's funny, too, because modern peel formulations, they don't hardly peel at all. Technology is getting better, faster, stronger, smarter every day. So keep that in mind too. Like that whole old idea of like, you have to like really peel is it's pretty outdated too at this point. And for the most part, those ones that are like really intense, you can really only get those done by doctors. Now with that said, there are obviously peel formulations that you're not going to peel from. And then there are peel formulations that you will peel from. And then even then, if it's designed to peel your skin, where you are in your skin journey may dictate whether or not you even do peel. I mean, the healthier your skin is, the less likely it is to peel, right? Like if you have really, really healthy skin, I mean, what is it targeting? Like, everything's fine. You know what I mean? So I found myself a couple times where I'm like, yes, I did like a really intense one. I'm finally going to get it. I'm so excited because like, I really want to peel, blah, 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 blah. And then nothing happens because I have been taking such good care of my skin for so long that it's like, there's like nothing for it to target. (laughs) I love how you said that. Yeah. I don't peel that much. I mean, I sometimes get slightly flaky, but yeah, I just, been an esthetician for years now. So my skin is also used to that. So it's just taking care of it on an ongoing basis. So it's another reason to go and get with your esthetician. She can do your peels on a regular basis and your skin doesn't have that once a year, like annual, you know, mega peel. You don't need that. You can just continue it all year long. 
Oh, absolutely. And when it comes to professional exfoliation, like specifically, you know, as an esthetician, like we have the capabilities to basically interrupt your cell cycle, right? So, and I think we might've touched base on this the last podcast too, but basically, you know, as you age, that cell cycle slows down and different people say different things. But the way I learned it is basically at 28, that's like when your cell cycle basically slows down. And so for however old you are, that's how many days it is. So if you're 28, it's going to take 28 days for a full cell cycle. If you're 35, it's going to be 35 days for a full cell cycle. If you're 40, so on and so forth. So you think about that and it's like, how many times can I interrupt this cell cycle in order to get that fresh baby skin. And the more times you do it, the more times your skin learns like, oh my gosh, I'm constantly under attack. So I constantly have to be like refreshing myself. It's the same thing with microneedling, right? It's like, oh my God, we're getting stabbed a million times all the time. We have to constantly be producing collagen. So if you do it enough, you're actually like retraining your skin how to work. So it's just, that's why you say like, get a series. You wanna see some changes? get a series. We've got to interrupt that enough times to where the body expects it to happen. And then it's just naturally going to start doing those things itself. Oh yeah. I totally agree with that. You're still doing the peel in a box. Yes. Yes, we are. And we actually just released a new one. Oh, okay. Our Hydrobrite AHA glow peel is the, now the lactic acid. So we have a retinol, a glycolic and a lactic. Oh wow. All for the peel in a Mm -hmm. box. Yep. Uh Absolutely. So how would people, if they're just buying that on your website, how are they going to know which one to get? Well, see, that's the thing is that they're still highly encouraged to be talked about with your esthetician. The thing is, is certain ingredients, your skin's not always going to love them, right? And we do have a couple of things, like some information on the website, but really the design for these products is to work hand in hand with professional exfoliation. Now you can use them as a skin prep because they are modified from the professional peels. The pHs are different. They still have some of those key ingredients, but you're seeing differences in percentages. I mean, there's all different types of things because like we're not going to give the consumer a professional grade peel, you know, but what we are going to do is we're going to give it professional ingredients and it has enough good stuff in there that it can definitely help prep the skin. It can help in between treatments. If you're wanting to kind of like cut up your treatment time, like say you're like a busy on the go person and you can't come in every four to six weeks, you could use this instead. It's not going to be as impactful, but by purchasing it through your esthetician, you're supporting your local business and also keeping up with that specific treatment plan created by your SD. So that's what we really wanted to do. Yes. Please support your local business. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that was really the, the goal. I had a client the other day. I was at the front desk checking her out and she's like, I'll, you know, get you that product. Oh, I'll just buy it online. I'm like, I'm right here. Like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I no. Know. Oh my god. I'll take care of it. It's heartbreaking when that kind of thing happens. It's like, I thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm like, I'll take care of it. I'll have it mailed to your house, but give me a chance. <laughs> so just remember that as you listen here. Gosh, that was so funny. We have drop shipping now. So, I mean, for all of those listening, like go to your glow retailer and say, and order it through them because they can actually get it shipped to your house directly from corporate and it would take the same amount of time. 
So. Oh, I thought you guys stopped drop shipping. No? No, we're still doing it. You're still doing it? Yes, we are. So. Oh, woohoo. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. I had no idea. So I'm so glad I asked you that. Okay. So just a couple more things. I wanted to ask. Here's a question. So a lot of teenagers will come and say, I'm tired of being on a steroid from my dermatologist. What do you normally? And they're like, I want to get off of that. So what are like the top products from Glow for treating your acneic clients? Like what have you seen or Glow as a whole, like the best results? Well, our Beta Clarity BHA Serum, formerly known as Renew Serum, has always been our number one for a reason. Like it is such an impactful product. Now, it's a good one. Honestly, if you're working with a dermatologist, like definitely make sure that your client's having that conversation with them before you get too involved. But this particular serum has salicylic acid, retinol, and glycolic all at really small percentages, but it's also extremely hydrating. Like this is one that you don't have to follow up with a moisturizer and it's transformational. It's honestly transformation. Like that's one of those that... It helps with your hyperpigmentation too, which I like. Yeah, absolutely. The retinol in there does what it's supposed to do. The salicylic in there does what it's supposed to do. I mean, you're targeting your oil production, hyperpigmentation, texture, all of it. And it's a level one product. So it's also a great introductory product. Like for a teenager, you know, skin is skin. It's going to act the same thing. Some people think that they have to be like more sensitive, wary or whatever with teenagers. That's not necessarily the case because skin is skin is skin is skin. It was one of my teammates said the other day and I was like, I love that so much. So they can use a product like this and you can even level them up, you know, as they get older or if things change. So yeah, that's always my go-to. I do like our clear skin cleanser too, just because it's a lot of times like teenagers won't use a bunch of different products. So if you can get them like a cleanser or like the complexion pads, you know, that's kind of when you start to think about what's going to work with somebody's lifestyle or what are they actually going to use? <laughs> but yeah, any of those are, are phenomenal. And I will, the clear skin cleanser that has that salicylic acid in it, I give you a, everyone a tip. So I get a lot of sebaceous filaments, which it looks, so what those are looks like blackheads on your nose and your T-zone, but that's not, it's just extra oil that's oxidized. I get them all the time and I love using the clear skin cleanser. I'll massage it in my skin for 90 seconds and get them nice and loose to come out. And then when I get out of the shower, I use a, a skin scrubber, like the oscillating devices, and I'll just pop them out. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. It's just an easy way. Then I'm not, you know, mashing myself to death, trying to like squeeze everything out. Which no one should ever, ever do, by the way. Oh my gosh, my husband is the worst about it. He'll come out of the bathroom and I can see it from across the room. I'm like, you messed with your face, you didn't you? <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> no. I tell you, those skin scrubbers, you can get them off Amazon now. They are the best. I mean, I just can just... You go so fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're amazing. Oh, I love them. Yeah. And there's not that much. You can just isolate each pore. I love to turn it, use the edge and get it. It's just great. But oh, yeah. this clear skin cleanser is wonderful. Okay. So you've got that. You've got the Renew Serum, complexion pads. Your oil-free moisturizer is very lovely, by the way. I use it all the time. Oh, my gosh. 
Yes, that's, and we have our oil-free SPF 40 plus too, which if you are undergoing any type of changes in the skin, especially when you're dealing with acne, like you still have to protect it from uh, UVA and UVB radiation because you risk pigmenting. And especially if you're already working on pigmentation that came like say from acne scarring and things like that, if you're not protecting it, you're still, you're risking making that worse. So always make sure you're wearing SPF. And then another thing a lot of acne clients don't think about is antioxidant protection, which glow products typically are chopped full of. Like we have some products that are specifically for antioxidant protection, but I mean like even our makeup has vitamins A, C, and E and green tea extract in it. Like there's like an antioxidant blend in there. Acneic clients really need that antioxidant protection because you have to protect it from those from that radiation and especially pollution. Like pollution is so, so bad at aggravating acne and any type of antioxidant is going to help pre- prevent that. So to add to that, I would say just a reminder to add those hyaluronic drops and then the EGF. <laughs> I like had a moment. Yeah. Those drops are awesome. And that reduces the calms of skin, reduces inflammation. I love keeping all of these products, by the way, in my skin fridge. So they're nice and cooling for the skin. I love, do you have a skin fridge? I do not know, but I do have ice globes that I keep. <laughs> yeah, I do not. We got to get you a skin fridge. I know. Well, I will tell you, in my defense, in my defense, we did just move in December and we did just have a baby. So we'll get there one day. Okay. Free pass. (laughs) (laughs) I did want to say, um, we didn't touch on it that much, but makeup is also key. And I love how your makeup is mineral based. So it's just sitting on the top of the skin. It's, you know, not disrupting anything. It's so light. I'm actually wearing that today. So I have the primer on, the concealer, and the tinted. I love the tinted moisturizer. When I need it a little heavier, I'll do the primer and then I'll do two coats of actually because, you know, I'm recording today. So I did two coats of it. I even will mix it with a little bit of my moisturizer and then I'll add on the press base powder. And you can make it a little bit heavier like for recording days with I have a large kabuki brush. It just like... The way it's milled, it just, yeah, goes on a lot. Is that what you're wearing? I'm wearing a pressed powder and our tinted primer today with a concealing some of the, some of the little breakouts that I have. But yeah, so like I said, vitamins A, C, and E with that green tea extract that's in there. We also have 24 shade ranges, which we're really proud of with our press base. So we are definitely, you know, getting more inclusive with shades, which with minerals can be really difficult to do. We're super, super proud of what we've been able to do with our minerals. It's also got, we have some that have extra SPF protection. So like our tinted primer has an SPF of 30. Our luminous has 18. Our moisturizing tints have 30 as well. So we're really trying to make sure that the skin is staying healthy and nourished. And one of the things I tell people too, because I'm an esthetician by trade, like not a makeup artist. And I, for the longest time, was like so many other estheticians. It was like, I do not do makeup. I don't touch makeup. That's not what I do. I am skincare, blah, blah, blah. Which if that's your view on it, totally fine. I get it. Um, But it does help to have that information in your back pocket because your clients may not not be makeup people. They may very much be makeup people. (laughs) And just remember that like, if they're going to be wearing makeup, you have to make sure that they're wearing something that's non-comedogenic, 
that's talc-free, that's actually going to be helping their skin, not harming it while they're undergoing all these transformations. Because, you know, if somebody's biggest concern is congestion and they're wearing something that's like full of talc, like they're basically negating everything you've done in the treatment room. And especially for like an acneic client, like they're going to keep using their makeup and they're going to think that you don't know what it is that you're doing, even though they're the ones that are continuously putting that stuff back in their skin. So it's really important to have those conversations of being like, hey, what are you putting on afterwards? Because we want to make sure that every single thing you're using is going to go hand in hand with the changes that we're trying to make today. Great point, Anne. I love that. That is such a good point. You can feel confident that after you've done your treatment with Glow and your client has to go back to work or they have, you know, dinner with the girls or whatever, that you can actually put on the Glow makeup products and their skin can still breathe. And they look, they still look glowy. I mean, I always have a glow, you know, with my makeup on. So that's what I also love about it. As you mature, you want a little bit of glow coming through. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. Everybody wants to glow. We're a glow skin beauty, honey. Like that's what we do. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's what you do. That's right. A hundred percent. So is there anything else that you would love to talk about with acne that you think that listeners would benefit from? Any tips or anything like that? Yeah, I think just don't be hard on yourself if you're dealing with it. There's a statistic that I read that like adult acne is on the rise, right? Like it's getting worse every year. It's the number one skincare concern. Like it's up there with, you know, aging concerns and it has to do with, you know, the way our society functions, right? A little bit of sleep, a lot of bit of caffeine, and we work a lot. You know, work hard, play hard. That's how we do it. (laughs) But uh, it's so normal for anybody at any point in their life to undergo changes in the skin. And, you know, just don't be so hard on yourself because you're not alone in this. It's a hard, hard thing, but there are ways that can treat it, even if it seems impossible. Just don't pick at your skin, please. (laughs) Don't pick and don't strip it too much. We don't need to strip it. We don't need to scrub with those little electronic things like all the time. It's our skin needs to have something on it. (laughs) Well, and that's a really good point. And especially for your listeners that are not estheticians, like a lot of people, they don't realize that like when your skin feels squeaky clean, that it's probably not good for it. <laughs> so if you are an, like an oil phobic person who you just like, you have to feel dry, you, know, you, you want it to feel a certain way, just keep in mind that depending on the ingredients or whatever manual exfoliation that you're doing, like you are changing the pH of that top part of your skin, right? Like there's a certain balance that needs to be in. Most people are around 5.5, but I mean, we consider healthy to be 4.5 to like 6-ish. And if you are stripping the skin too much, you are changing that pH. And what's happening is your skin's like, oh my gosh, they're taking all this oil and water away from me. I don't have any water to give it, so I'm just going to give it more oil. And so by giving it more oil, we'll be able to hydrate. Well, what happens when there's more oil, right? It gets in the follicles, then you get that P. acne bacteria, and that's when you get that snowball effect. So if you're feeling like you're using too many products, 
you probably are. <laughs> or if you feel like you're overstripping your skin, you probably are. And that's when you can add things like a hyaluronic acid just to kind of add a little bit of hydration that's going to give it a little bit of health and nourishment and get that skin back to that happy medium. I was about to say, if there are the people that are going to say, well, I don't care. I've got to feel like I am cleaning my skin. They love that squeaky, clean feel. So, okay, we've got to work with you then. So if you have to have that, then you've got, like you said, you've got to add more when you get out of the shower. Let's first tone our face. Not with the Pro 5, though, probably at that point. We need to actually just you know, use the pH <laughs> yeah. balance toner, like the a conditioning one. And then add that hyaluronic serum and then, you know, your moisturizer. And we have to get that moisture back into the skin somehow. So Yes, it has to, or else you're just going to continue experiencing the acne. Yeah, it'll worsen for sure. Oh, I know. The joys of an esthetician. We're like, we all have to work together <laughs> though. So, <laughs> Yes, it's a team. It's a partnership. That's what it is. We're partners. So, Oh, the one thing we didn't go over is facial mask during the week or to have a weekly facial mask. What is your favorite one to use for acne skin? I'm, I forgot to ask that. I love our charcoal detox mask. It's actually one of the newer products and we are going through our skincare lines kind of going through like a revival right now. So you will see some names change, but everything's going to be updated by the end of the year. But I'm pretty sure charcoal detox mask is going to be staying the same, but you've got a bunch of really good clays that are going to help with that oil control. It's really good at cleaning without stripping. That's how I like to explain it. So yeah, that's a good one. I do like that one a lot. And so all the new products by the end of this year, and then just want to reemphasize Glow is cruelty-free. It's free of parabens, talc, mineral oil, sulfates, phthalates, and soon will be vegan and also free of artificial fragrances. Correct. Yes. So... We have a lot of vegan options and we have for a long time, but we've never consult considered ourselves a vegan line just because we did have some things like beeswax and stuff like that. And also we're a holistic brand as in like cleanser and or skincare and beauty go together. Like they're not separate. So like even if one line was, you know, uh, and I say holistic as in like a whole, not like, you know, hmm, but like <laughs> holy. <laughs> but yeah, so if one part of the brand was vegan, but the other one wasn't, we were going to not brand ourselves as that. But now we're going through all these reformulations. Our master esthetician, Anna De La Cruz, is, is really heading that, which is amazing to work for a company where an esthetician is doing your formulations. Like it's oh, wow. phenomenal. Yeah. It's so super cool. That's so crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. It's an SD makes our products. I did not know that. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> wow. Is, does she work with like a chemist? Is that how it's done or? Yeah. And she's like me. She has a dermalogica background. <laughs> so we actually, when I first started working for the company, we just like geeked out on, on ingredients forever. It was awesome. Um, she's one of the nicest people I've ever met. And honestly, she's brilliant. Our whole education team's phenomenal. But yeah, she's spearheading all of this. And she's basically bringing our products up to this century because we've been around for a long time. And we did go through 
an update in 2017, but now we're like actually updating like the products, not just the marketing and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so we'll be 100% vegan by the end of the year. Um, and then also all artificial fragrances are out the door. So it's all going to be based on essential oils. But yeah, and it's funny too, because some of the products that have already come out, so we used to have hydrating gel cleanser, and now it's the Hydrobrite AHA cleanser. And it has this like citrusy lemon scent. And like, I love it. It's everything's it's smelling really good. (laughs) Oh, that's Oh, I cannot wait. Okay. It's also is that esthetician? Is she in Colorado? Oh, well, I told you I was going to Colorado in the fall. If you go on our Instagram, so just Glow Skin Beauty, you can actually see her on a couple of videos. So she's very involved and super hands-on. I mean, like the thing that I love so much about our education team is like how accessible they are. So they're on Instagram. They have their classes. So for those of you that are licensed and you work for an account, you can go to the resource center, see our webinars. You can log up for their webinars. They're usually 30 minutes. They'll do like little demos and stuff. I mean, they're very accessible people, which is such a cool thing about working for this company. It's huge as a spa owner to also be able to You've got to keep your team educated. Skincare changes and the brand changes. Just like you said, you're reformulating things and you've got to keep the team educated and up to date and also just things change in our industry rapidly. So I love how every month I get a list of the webinars and I actually just forward it to my team and I say, hey, pick whichever one that interests you and just block yourself off the calendar and they can do it. They don't have to like be at the spa. They can do it at home. They can just watch the webinar. They just clock in and watch it. And then that way it keeps their education up and they can be in their PJs and watch it. I don't care. Just as long as they're learning. So. Yeah. And honestly, they have so much good information on those little webinars. Like it's just, sometimes I'll just kind of like hop in just to listen while I'm like, you know, answering emails. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's perfect. So thank you guys for doing that for sure. You guys are so awesome. Okay. So for all things Glow Skin Beauty, make sure to follow their social channels. They'll be listed in the show notes as well. But basically, it's very simple. It's Glow Skin Beauty (laughs) on everything. And I'm hoping you guys will get more on TikTok. It's my jam right now. TikTok. Yes. Yes. I love TikTok, honestly. Like, But mine's not so much skincare. It's mostly like cat videos. But you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah tiktok's a dangerous to get on you're like wait a minute what was i here for it's so addictive <laughs> that for you page is always changing and i like literally there's some nights where i'll put the baby to bed and i'll just be on the couch with a glass of wine and i'm like i've been here for an hour looking at this app <laughs> I, oh yeah it's addictive though there's one by like trader joe's and like all the trader joe's stuff do you have a trader joe's near you yes i love trader joe's Oh my gosh, it's like the latest stuff. And last time I went into Trader Joe's, I gave him like all this list and they're like, man, we don't have that at this location. We don't have that here. What? He's like, where are you finding all this stuff? I'm like, TikTok. He's like, oh, okay. But check out Glow Skin Beauty. Also check out their hashtag Glow Skin Beauty too, because that just gives you, you know, what their pros and consumers have to say about their products. And also, you guys are awesome. You're doing a giveaway with us. I'm so excited. So head to uh, my latest Instagram, Lindsay R. Holder, and you guys are going to be able to get into the giveaway for, and you're going to have to help me out with this, but it's one treatment in a box and the breakout and blemish solutions kit. So what exactly 
are in those two boxes? Yeah, so the treatment in a box, it'll be an acne-focused peel in a box. One of the great things about those is they have instructions, so you don't even have to worry about what goes where. It has everything that you need from start to finish. And then the Breakout Solutions Kit is actually a new kit that we are launching for Acne Month, Um, and it has three full-size products in it. I'm having mommy brain right now, and I'll give you the information here in a second. I'll have it in the show notes. Show notes, everybody. It'll be there. So, and it is always a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. I learn so much every time I speak with you. You're just like a well of knowledge. So I'm very impressed by you. And I'm just so thankful to always have you a part of our journey at the spa. And then thank you so much for educating our clients. Absolutely. I am here for you guys. I am always here if you need me. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. This episode is sponsored by Organic Tan Face and Body, a natural beauty and wellness spa located in Greenville, South Carolina, and owned by our very own Lindsay Holder. Come visit the spa today, where they strive to bring out your natural glow. Visit the spa online at OrganicTanFaceAndBody.com and follow them along on Instagram.